Have you ever noticed that some people seem to effortlessly overcome challenges and achieve remarkable success, while other people, sometimes me, remain stuck in the same spot? Why do some people seem to adapt and thrive, not just survive, while others become maybe less important in their clients' eyes? What if I told you that the answer lies in the way that you think about things, the way you perceive challenges, failures, and how you flip them around in your mind so they become opportunities? Today, I want to take some time to maybe give you some pointers about why developing a growth mindset is really vital for you and for your business health, not just your mental health. We're going to explore some ways you can change your approach, maybe to your career, maybe to your business, so you develop resilience and adaptability to propel you towards your goals. This is the Training Business Podcast. Hey, and welcome to the trainingbusiness.com podcast. Every week, we bring you exciting news and interviews with training business experts and training business entrepreneurs from around the world. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Here's your host, Mark Garrett-Hayes. Hey, welcome to the show. My name is Mark. This is the weekly show for self-employed consultants, trainers, coaches, people who make a living from selling what they know, learning from what they've done, and packaging this up into things like workshops or courses or books or keynotes, and of course, monetizing those things. Now, maybe you have your own expertise business already. Great, you're in the right place. Or maybe you're on the beginning of this journey. You're still in the right place. I'm a self-employed trainer, coach, co-owner of a business, and a published author. I've been, as I've said before, employed, unemployed, and self-employed. And I've made loads of mistakes. And I also like sharing those as well as the lessons from people who are on the show every single Thursday without fail. Now, today's an exception because it's just you and I. And I'd like you to click on follow or subscribe if you have not yet yet done so, because this notifies you of great episodes as they come out every single week. As I said before the music, today we're going to focus on the concept of growth mindset. Now, I've spoken to many people over the years, five years in fact, that this podcast has been going. And over the time, in that time rather, many people have helped to shape how I think about things. And often how we look at things is what actually makes things so. So we're going to talk about growth mindset today and the particular importance of developing this kind of mindset when you are the person whose mindset um, influences your business. So what exactly is mindset? Well, in fact, it's more than just mindset. It's perspective, how we see the world, how you choose to look at the world, and the lens through which you see the world and your contribution to that world, your abilities, your perspective, your resources. And your mindset is deeply rooted in what you believe to be true about yourself. And if you want to read more on this, there are plenty of topics or books on the topic of psychology, behavioral science. But let's keep things really simple. Your mindset is like having a pair of glasses on, and it's the thing that you see the world through. So we don't really see the world. We see how we think the world is. Our mindset actually filters things in or out. And that has a profound effect on your lives, on the relationships you have. And of course, as a business owner, 
on your business. The study of mindset gained traction thanks to the pioneering work of, of people like Carol Dweck. You've heard me mention her before. And Carol showed us that our beliefs can hold us back or propel us forward. Think about the things that you load into your operating system every single morning. You know, I'm thinking of this morning, I'm thinking of the first cup of coffee I'm going to have, and sometimes why, I often wonder why a particular morning starts off on the right foot or the bad foot, and I'm not sure why. But often it's my mindset, it's how I see the morning ahead, the afternoon ahead, and that somehow influences how I approach these things, how I view failure or success. So let me ask you, what are your beliefs right now about the day you're in as you're listening to this, about the situation your business is in, and the role that you play in that? To truly truly grasp the power of a growth mindset, it's really important to understand two things. One, what is a growth mindset and what is the fixed mindset? Now, if you think of the words mindset, that almost suggests that your mind is set. So we have a series of values or attitudes or beliefs, and those things influence how we see everything. So we can either see things as opportunities, which is growth, or let's call them obstacles, which is rigidity and stagnance or or stagnation. So let's break down or look at growth mindset and fixed mindset in a number of ways. First of all, your attitude towards challenges. If you have a growth mindset, you will view challenges as opportunities for growth and learning. And right now I'm doing a course as I'm typing or was typing until I began recording. I was thinking about the challenge I'm doing right now in designing a course. And I'm reminding myself that actually what will make this achievement feel better is knowing that I'll have overcome some of the self-doubt that I'm going through right now. I know my subject pretty well, but still there's a voice in my head saying, yeah, I'm not sure that's the right way to say this. I'm not sure that's the right chapter. I'm not sure this is the right module. And this inner voice is telling me that I don't know everything. That's more like a fixed mindset. And if you have a fixed mindset when it comes to challenges, you'll avoid them. You won't see challenges as opportunities you'll see them as threats. Threats to you, threats to your brand, threats to your business. The growth mindset is where you welcome challenges. You welcome them them as a chance to grow, to acquire new skills, as a reason to do new things and to become more resilient. So think about how you see challenges. Do you move away from them, avoid them, run away from them, or do you actually welcome them as a sign that you're abilities and capabilities are being stretched so you can actually grow into more success. The second thing is your response to setbacks and failures. If you have a fixed mindset, then setbacks and failures are like being kicked in the teeth. They're devastating. You feel like getting into bed and pulling the covers over your head. You feel like not answering the phone. And it's hard not to take things personally, particularly when you get negative feedback. You might see this as a reflection of your abilities. It's like a denigration of your competencies. And when people have a fixed mindset in the face of setbacks and failures, they tend to be likely to give up more easily. Whereas if you have a growth mindset, you will tend to persevere. You will say, so what? If it's to be, it's up to me. You'll see these setbacks as temporary and not permanent. 
every one of these is a micro hurdle to jump. That's all. It's not the end of the world. And so you view setbacks or failures as an opportunity to overcome them the next time, to bounce back, to find a different path that someone hasn't found before. One thing I watched on Netflix in the last three weeks, if I've got this right, was 14 Peaks. It might still be on Netflix. And it's how this one guy with a team behind him overcome, overcame what people thought was absolutely impossible to climb 14 of the world's top peaks, in fact, the top peaks in the world, in under seven months. And he did this. Now, people who have a fixed mindset would say, that's not possible, you can't do this. And if you fail, well, that's life telling you you won't succeed in the next iteration or step in the process. But he overcame failures, and there were plenty in that series or that that uh, episode or that program, if you watch it, and yet he overcame them with his team. Um, incidents along the way, uh, lack of facilities, lack of supplies, lack of funding, and this helped him actually, didn't pre- prevent him, but actually helped him propel himself forward. So setbacks and failures actually became the catalyst to the next step on the journey. Number three is belief and effort. If you have a fixed mindset, you may believe that um, if you have to try too hard, then it's not right for you. You lack natural talent. And so you may avoid tasks which require substantial effort or st- substantial um, time and You do this because you think that this affects or influences your self-image. But if you have a growth mindset, you will believe that the effort is the path or the price to pay for mastery. You will understand that investing time and energy into learning and practice is essential for improvement and success. For example, if you take a course, which I've done recently on LinkedIn Learning or on someone else's platform, I know that if I put in the time to that certification or that qualification, that helps me at some point. There's a course I'm going on in December, which will continue in January. And that's going to cost me time. It's going to challenge me, but I believe in the effort to do that because my growth mindset tells me that I've got to invest to be able to draw down on that investment. If I'm not investing in myself and making effort to improve myself, then I'm going to be overtaken or replaced. So I have to believe in effort. And so a growth mindset tells me that effort is the path to success. It's the path to mastery. Everyone who's ever done some kind of sport knows this. There's always room to improve. And therefore, the growth mindset tells you, even if you are allegedly an expert in something, there's always something you can learn or something you can tweak, something you can improve. The fourth difference between growth and mindset, growth mindset and fixed mindset is how you handle feedback and criticism. This is something that's personally, um, I would say, relevant to me, because if you have a fixed mindset, then feedback and criticism will feel personal. It may be seen as a personal attack. People who mean well may say something to you that makes you feel defensive or even wanting to dig your heels in and resist what you're hearing, resist changing your approach, uh, changing your programs, changing your pricing, changing your marketing. You will believe that anything which people say that disagrees with you or challenges how you do things is really an attack on you personally. Now, I know that sometimes I haven't handled criticism well, so I try and see it as feedback, as, as neutrally 
and as unemotionally as possible. Not always easy. People with the growth mindset, though, are actually open to feedback. They don't wait for feedback. They request feedback proactively. They see feedback as a proactive opportunity to learn, to improve, whether it's constructive or sometimes destructive. Sometimes it's from your peers. Sometimes it's from your customers. Sometimes it's from your family or loved ones. And it's how you see that as an opportunity to react or an opportunity to grow. If you have a fixed mindset, you'll feel this is criticism, it's personal, it's offensive. Whereas if it's growth mindset, okay, I didn't think of it that way, but this is telling me something needs to change or needs to improve. The fifth thing then is the difference between how you approach your belief in your natural abilities. What do I mean? Well, if you have a fixed mindset, you will believe that your abilities are permanent, they're static, they're unchangeable. And, And this means that you're born with a certain level of intelligence or talent or opportunity, and that's it. It's like saying, the only thing on the table is the thing I can see. But so many times, so many times, I've been surprised by what's around the corner or how a relationship has led to a referral or a recommendation or a reference. And if you view what you can see as what there is, you won't almost have that view of the mysterious. And that sounds kind of weird, I know. But what I mean is that even as a human, we have arguably the most powerful brain of any living creature. You do not know everything and you will not know everything. There will always be aspects of the weeks ahead, the days ahead, the years ahead that you cannot see coming. Opportunities that you do not realize are on their way to you. Um, Introductions, chance meetings, chance encounters, chance comments, chance ideas. And you'll go, oh my goodness, that's fantastic. I never thought of it that way. And so you'll believe you believe in yourself and your ability to take things as they come to you. I, I'm someone who likes a plan. I'm someone who likes clarity and direction. But there are times when I literally have to just let go a little and say, there's always at least 25%, maybe more, of my plan which will not work out. And I believe in my natural ability to respond in that given situation. Maybe there's a part of you that says, I have to know all the answers. I've got to know all the things which are going to come my way. I've got to know what the plan is. And so there are no uncertainties. But in a way, mm, that's not how life works, is it? If I think of all the things which have helped me in my business the last five years, I would say at least 50, maybe 60% or more are down to unpredictability. Things that were just coincidences or things that made me pop up in someone's mind or that someone took a chance and asked me to do something. These are things I couldn't possibly have planned. And so if you believe that the only things that will come your way are the things you're ready for, I think you're missing a trick. And I know I have been. We have to believe that some things will not come naturally to us immediately. But guess what? You have the power to learn how to adapt, to adopt in that moment to that thing that you cannot see coming. You could be asked this year to give a key, a keynote or a talk or to co-write something or to co-present something. And you have to believe that you're actually ready to do what you need to do in that moment. I, I know it sounds weird, but there will be times when what you think is coming is not what, what's coming. You've got to believe in your ability to, in that moment, have that skill set that that situation requires. For example... I will go into a meeting this week with a client. 
I'm pretty sure they'll ask me about something I haven't yet thought of. But guess what? I can think of a way to deal with that. And so when it happens in the moment, I can ask a key set of questions, uh, understand what that person's looking for, and come up with an appropriate proposal to help them and their team. Whereas if I had a fixed mindset, I would believe that this is something I cannot do, and it's something which must be done by someone else. I'm not saying that you say things or say that you can do things that you can't actually do. It's quite the opposite. You say that you're open to learning new things, open to new challenges, and you believe that you can develop the abilities and the skills at the right time when you need them, okay? So imagine that you've been given a challenging project to work on. How you approach this project and respond to setbacks will be really your mindset in action. If you have a growth mindset, you'll view a project as an opportunity to learn, and develop new skills. When you encounter obstacles or make mistakes, you'll see them as stepping stones towards improvement. You'll persevere, you'll seek feedback, you'll adapt your strategies as needed. Whereas with a fixed mindset, you might view the project as a test of your abilities, feeling that you must prove yourself and your worth again and again and again. And sometimes you might think, well, this is making me feel like I'm inadequate. If you encounter setbacks, you may become disheartened and reluctant to continue because going down that path might damage your self-confidence, your self-image. So you have to embrace challenges like a pro, okay? If you're launching a new package or training program or some consultancy offering, there will be things which might derail your project. There might be things you're asked to do which are not in your skill set. A fixed mindset might lead you to believe that you're not right for this project or this client, But with a growth mindset, you will view this as a challenge to expand your portfolio, your services, your products, and recognize that every problem you solve makes you and your business stronger. So remind yourself that setbacks are not failures. They're stepping stones to success. When you hit a roadblock, don't give up. Think of different solutions, different approaches. If necessary, consult different people. Seek advice from experts. And think of the challenge as a chance to gain new skills and insights. Think of how a professional athlete does this, okay? Athletes train tirelessly. They're always focused on their next challenge. If they have a fixed mindset, they might see their efforts as futile because the competition's stronger. They can run faster than me. They can hit further than me. They can throw things uh, longer than I can. And so I'm not going to step up and compete. But with a growth mindset, you realize that actually as a consultant, as a trainer, as a coach, you have as good a chance as anyone else out there. It really comes down to the effort you put into understanding someone's problems and the most creative, profitable, successful ways to solve them. So shift your focus away from I can't to I can learn how to, okay? Consistent, meaningful effort is your path to improvement and success, okay? So if you get criticism, and you will, both from yourself and from other people, think about this. What is this telling me? Okay, with a growth mindset, you will see this feedback, whether it's from your inner voice or outer voice, as valuable information to help you improve your service and build better customer relationships. Okay, and don't compare yourself too often towards people. This is a mistake I've made repeatedly in my life. And I heard a phrase a number of years ago, and I think it's very true. Comparison is the thief of joy. You are in your own lane. Don't compete complete. Don't compete complete. Think about what you have to do because you're in your own race. No one is quite in your position. 
in the exact industry with the exact service offering, with the exact experience, the exact knowledge, and the exact competencies that you have. There are commonalities, but there are key differences. So we're all in our own lane in the race. And the job is not to win the race, but to get to the end of your race in your lane. Okay? So don't compare yourself too often to people. It's so easy. I go on LinkedIn and I see all these people. I think, wow, that person's got a newsletter and they've got this and they've got all that. Is that true? And are you just perhaps selectively comparing yourself to other people? Maybe there are better speakers than you. Fine. But probably you have strengths that they don't have. That's often how life works. Are there people with more clients than you? Yes, but there's a pro and a con to that. Do you want to be really busy or focused on key clients that give you your best work? Just having all the clients or having a huge number of uh, people on your email list isn't necessarily indicative of, of success. So think about your KPIs. Are they things that make you feel jealous or do they inspire you? Are they based upon perception or are they based upon reality? There's almost nothing more destructive than comparing yourself incorrectly to people whose position or opportunities aren't really comparable to yours. So try and focus on things which you know to be true and question any doubt. Where's that doubt coming from? I think of doubt like a table. What are the legs of the table? What's propping up my beliefs? And I rattle them by asking myself key questions. So if you find yourself comparing yourself to other people, then challenge those perceptions. Is this based upon reality or is this based upon perception? So having that, that key growth mindset is the thing that keeps you keeping on. There are times, and there will be times this year in 2023, when you found yourself perhaps doubting yourself and rethinking what you do for a living. I know I've been through that every single year. And there are times when you'll say, no, this is great. I know exactly what I'm doing. I've got my goals. Um, I've achieved small wins. I'm celebrating those. I know where I'm going. I know how I'm going to get there. But there will be times when you'll find yourself slipping so easily into that fixed mindset where things aren't working. There's no other option. I'm stuck. But the growth and the success is not actually in always being successful. It's learning how to be successful when you're not. And there's a phrase I love. In fact, two phrases I'll share with you before we wrap up here. One is this. It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Size or identity is not necessarily a sign of success. It's how you take what you've been given and make the most from that in the journey of life, not just in your business. And the second thing is from a fellow Irishman, Samuel Beckett, who said years ago, ever tried, ever failed, no matter. Try again, fail again, fail better. People who fail successfully and fail forward are those with the growth mindset. People who fail and don't learn from that lesson are the people who are stuck with a fixed mindset. And it's very hard to change a fixed mindset from outside. It can only really be done within. So my challenge for you today is to think of the areas right now in your business, in your professional life, where you might be showing signs of a fixed mindset. And on the right-hand side, okay, write down some ways that you could actually move away from thinking with a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. How can you turn something around? How can you see something 
with a different angle, with a fresh perspective? What are your options to do something different? And how will you feel about doing that thing? Okay. Every one of us who runs a business it effectively is the business. And the thing steering your business is you and your mindset. So take some time this week. Take this seriously. Really do. Take this seriously. Take an, an inventory of all the things where you're displaying signs of a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. Your mindset can be the catalyst for endless possibilities in the year ahead. That's it for this week. Thanks for your time. I know it was a bit philosophical this week, but I'm trying to, I suppose, in this episode, convey a lot of what I feel and not just what I know to be true about working for yourself, working, running your own business. A lot of it's personal and most of it's down to mindset. So if you found this episode valuable, please subscribe, click on follow, and join me next week for the next episode of the Training Business Podcast. Thanks for joining me. See you next Thursday. Bye for now. Thanks once more for listening to this episode of the trainingbusiness.com podcast. See you next time.